Hey guys. I'm just about to join in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of It's a Vibe. Hey girl. Oh, hey, hey, Mish. <laughs> sorry, look at me just filling my bag. I'm I know. Sorry. It's, hey guys. It's been some time, guys. I have to actually say, we are no longer in my front room anymore. <laughs> we upgraded. <laughs> We've <the team>. upgraded. <laughs> We're actually in a studio. It actually feels good. I feel like a professional podcaster do you? I stay professional so I don't know what oh, she's okay, talking honey. about front room okay. no front room <laughs> studio no studio that's professional out here all day guys we are living we're living the life I think we've come up in the world <laughs> just saying come up we're paying for this before. <laughs> yeah we're balling now so we can pay for studio time I'm struggling guys she's lying <laughs> so we are super excited about this episode we've got two amazing guests um Gabs and Nick say hi Gabs and Nick What's good, what's good? They are from a father's forum that a friend of theirs started up. Um, this episode is all about absentee fathers and full-time fathers. So as you know, if you're like an inner city kid like myself and Nika, you either didn't grow up with a dad or you did. So <laughs> there's a lack of it in our community and we're really excited and um, happy to have you guys with us to tell us about your journey and your full-time fatherhood duties yes i'm excited I, do you know what yeah can i just say i was a bit sad today because <clears throat> my nephew said to me today oh what are you doing so i was like oh we're going to record i'm going to record a podcast today and he said oh what's the topic so i said to him it's about absentee fathers and stuff and do you know what he said to me so black dads <gasps> yeah and i was like what and i was like you know i paused for a second and i was like no, not just black dads. Like, there's a lot of other kids that, you know, other races that don't have dads. Mm. But it was sad because he was just like, what, black dads? Mm. Like, only black dads are not... Which, in in his case, in the sense of what they see, is majority black. But it's not just black. But it really upset me that he said that because he's only 14. And the fact that he thinks like that already, I was like, yeah, that's 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 a bit hurtful still. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. It so, is. Gabs and Nick, you guys are both full-time dads. Yeah. Do you yeah. want to tell us about, just a bit about yourselves, and I guess how you became, became to become dads? Not a dad? Yeah. <laughs> so you have sex. <laughs> <today. laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Okay? <laughs> I was thinking, what? <laughs> Let me just tell you something. <laughs> right? <laughs> Not every dad is a dad, though. That's my point. Okay, so, so you yeah, are you talking about in, in the sense of you know, um, once finding out that you know your partner's pregnant <laughs> and then you know you're mentally preparing, there you go, mentally preparing to be, right. for, yes, you know, Nick. take on the duties, help her. Yeah. <laughs> Nick switched sides. <laughs> I just say right now, Gabs is trying to come for me, <laughs> I'm not liking it at all. Gabs is trying to come they for left me. left me for 15 minutes in the rain. <laughs> Had me doing Ray J on the sidewalk. So, okay, do you know what? Tell us about this dad's this father's forum first. Yeah. How you guys know each other, and then about fatherhood. Okay, so um, I was invited to the father's forum only about about a week and a half ago or so. Um, there's quite a few quite a few guys in there, and the way I'm because I said I'm only new to the group itself. Um, for me, it's really a case of just seeing people's experiences that they've gone through whether it's their stories, someone else's stories, um, or like just something from their dad or just them being the dad themselves. And you know, it's just a case where you can actually express something that's happened to you, your feelings on on a situation. And 
everyone can just put in their opinion and then help you know with your emotions and your feelings towards that mm. because a lot of times um you know the whole like you know man up you know you're not allowed to cry a lot of you know emotions and feelings get caught up and you don't really portray it to the outside world so this is just you know an open platform that everyone can just have their have their voice heard um yeah with just equal equality amongst everyone i think that's nice amongst your peers i like that i think it's nice because um (coughs) and i hope like you know sometimes people might shy away like you said emotions wise and stuff like not really want to say but it's almost like a a safe place for them to speak yeah yeah nice as your dad how old is your child uh so he's 23 months he'll be a year next month september um (laughs) wait he's what 23 months. Oh, why do people do that? No, I I asked him to repeat that just because, yeah, why do people do this? You say, how old is your child? 26 months. Mate, two and a bit or what? Yeah. Do you know what it is? I'm only saying it because I was talking to to my wife and that's when she was saying about, you know, the um, the month factor. Um, But yeah, I've I've just been saying by myself, you know, he's two in September because it's easier. But I figured, you know, I try and add a bit more there. But yeah, it's two in September. Um, We're taking him to the zoo for his birthday. Um, oh, are we invited? I, I, do you know what? I have feelings about that, you know. I'm not even going to lie. No one's invited. No one's invited. No, no. You all got feelings about the zoo. What's wrong with the zoo? Do you know what? For me, zoos are not, they're just not, Animals shouldn't like be them. caged. Yeah. How animals would you feel if you were caged just, and animals were They should be at you? in their own habitat where they belong. And if you want to see them, go to the country where they belong. I'm joking. Mm. No, I'm joking. Like, that's, that's just how... Not, not, nothing to anyone who goes there. But for me personally, I just don't like it. Even we're going Bali in October. And my plan was to ride elephants. And then my friend said they look sad. And I was like, okay, we're not doing it. Because... Think, I think you just need to research the right ones, though. Yeah, but then when I actually sat down and thought about it, I don't know if there's going to be a right one because... Elephants are not like no. It's not meant to. They're not meant to be rid. Like that. No. Do you got what I'm saying? Like no, they're, it's they're not meant to be encaptured and just. Delicate, actually. Yeah. So um, I just don't know about that. Mm, so we're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> yeah. No. I, it got cancelled <laughs> straight away. I'm not going to lie. I said no, <laughs> and we're not doing it anymore. So yeah, that's that's just my thing on animals. They should be in their natural habitat. Mm. They shouldn't be caged, and people shouldn't just be like staring at them. Animals. Uh, if anything, are quite fearful of us because we are like natural born hunters, so yeah. we shouldn't really be um, bothering them. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Just them. Okay, well. But I hope he enjoys the zoo. Yeah. He's young, so mm. you know, as a little child, they're going to love it because he doesn't yeah. know any better. It's only when he gets older and he understands. Yeah. He may or may not care about it. Ruined yeah. his whole birthday <laughs> plans. I know, no, I didn't. I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll be having I'm, fun. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. So Gabs, tell us about um, how you became part of the Fathers Forum and your your story. Um, yeah, I've known Emmanuel for a bit. We went college together. Um, so Emmanuel's days. the person who started the Fathers Forum. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, like, I just got the ad, so I don't okay. know who created the group. Um, <laughs> Could you just threw the name in there? No one knows that one. So. <laughs> well, it might not even be Emmanuel, but no, Emmanuel created the group, um, added me in, but. Um, Obviously, I've known Emmanuel for a bit. We speak, we speak about fatherhood and stuff. I know about Manny's situation. Manny knows about my setup, sort of mm. thing. And we've always actually we lived together for a short while as well. Oh, so, yeah, poor so you! We, we you lived with him. No, Manny's a cool guy. He's proper. <laughs> <laughs> He's Emmanuel proper. Kissed his teeth He's hygiene up there. Yeah, yeah, just talking in the background, <laughs> like. But no, so um, yeah, so kind of through that, we like added me into the group and we started, um. And it, I guess it was kind of interesting because you had, at, at the beginning, everybody was kind of apprehensive that you had 
I think it was one guy just kind of, boom, this is my drama. It was kind of like, wow, that's really... But it was like, I respect that you put yourself out there. You don't mm. really know nobody. Yeah. But it was just kind of, this is me sharing my story. This is who I am sort of thing. So, and I guess in a society where mental health rates, especially concerning men are concerning, suicide rates are mm -hmm. on the rise. It was kind of good to see actually we complain about men need a forum, men need a platform. Emmanuel created one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And you got people in there sharing real life hurt and pain. Oh, wow. Do you see what I'm saying? And it's not a lot, but it's better than bottling that up. Mm. Yeah, no. So, yeah, so I respect Just necessarily it. being able to talk about it as well is going to help people, whether it's soldier situation or not, just yeah. being able to express what's going on. Yeah, no, so yeah, it's a, yeah, man, I respect Emmanuel. And do you feel like um, mental illness and like having to keep things in comes i guess stems from like um our culture like black culture where yeah. as we were growing up you're kind of told man up don't yeah, cry because sometimes i find myself i've got a son i've got a 14 year old and sometimes i find myself saying that to him like the other day we had an argument and he just started crying and i was felt i was thinking why are you crying like just speak to me yeah. so you know you have to kind of take a step back and then kind of come back and address the situation we couldn't address it then because I just felt really heated. Yeah. So we're going to address it next weekend when I take him out. We're going to do like an activity and you know, he, he's going to be forced to speak to me. Yeah. But but I sometimes find myself with my son where I'm like, why are you crying? Just man up. Do you, you kind of that find phrase, that? man up, yeah? I think it's such a yeah. disgusting phrase. But, yeah. And that's the thing. And maybe because when I grew up, when I was growing up, we never ever yeah, no, showed that. Yeah. 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 It was we thrown were never, around. My mum never said man up to us. She wasn't like that, but we never showed any emotion. Yeah. And my mum, so she's Vietnamese. She came um, from Vietnam. So she was around from like the war and stuff. And you know, yeah. all of that stuff can kind of, you kind of have to block yeah, that trauma. out. So yeah, for her, yeah. she just trauma. comes to this country. It, it she's come to like raise, raise her kids. Children, exactly. Yeah. She just doesn't want to deal with that. So we've kind of grown up in a household where that wasn't, I guess, thrown around. Like, yeah. wasn't shown, we wasn't taught to show our feelings. But it's so destructive from inside and obviously whatever's inside is going to come out of you so mm. if you've got yeah. a destructive so if you've got like hurt and pain inside it's going to vent in some way so it's just a case of how you kind of control that all those emotions and how it's coming out yeah. um and that's what a lot of people do you know they have hurt and they get hurt from one avenue and then they always direct it to their loved ones, mm. um, who's done nothing, who's done nothing wrong in that moment in time. Yeah. But whatever hurt and pain they've got, that that's the easiest way for you to vent yeah. because you already have, you know, a, a direction with that person. So you find it easier to just vent to them, and then they get their back up because they're like, I've done nothing wrong, so why are you attacking me? Yeah. yeah. And then that breaks down that you know relationship. So it's just a way, you know, as long as you can do it in a safe, a safe manner. Um, I mean, one thing I've always said to with my wife, obviously from when we, from when we first met, was just just talk to me. Any issues you have, don't boil it up. Don't be silent. We mm. need to talk. There's no point in having arguments, shouting, getting voices raised because you're just gonna start saying things to hurt the other person. Yeah. You're feeling hurt. You want someone else, you know, share the pain. So you throw out words of insult. Um, and that's one thing which I want to do with my son as well. Um, one thing I've said to people, uh, I don't know if it will work because he's not talking yet, but I want to definitely try and just ask him why on whatever matter, whatever he's doing, whether he's misbehaving, whether he's saying something, not doing homework, you know, staying out late, whatever it is, just, you know, why? Mm. Get his mind thinking, take ownership to know mm. that there's consequences for his actions. Mm. Um, 
And yeah, that's just what that's I That's a good one, you know. Yeah, yeah sorry I, to I, cut, I, but that's a good one. Yeah, I, said, I don't know how effective like, it will be. Yeah, but I think that I think that's a good that's a good way well, so because you, do it, like you make them age. question themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Because yeah, so. uh, everyone does things, you know, and you react, and then you'll see someone else doing something, and you think that's fun. I'm gonna do it yeah. too. Mm. You never know. The other person might have been doing that before, so they kind of know how to behave in a certain manner, um, and then you just jump in, do something, and you know, break your leg. Yeah. Like yeah. Why did you do that? <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know. Just and you can take it further, and mm. and you can put mm. it onto any kind of situation, as well. Um, and Gab, you've got a son as well. Yeah. How old is your son? Year old. Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. So how do you? How are you with him? Um, your relationship and how is how is he good? At, like, does he show emotion? Yeah. Are you quite? Um. So my son's going through puberty right mm. now. So we've got the whirlwind of emotions. And Once he gets a teenager, babes. <laughs> but this is the thing he's always been quite advanced so he's started puberty from year six so okay. he's now getting ready for year seven and he's in literally we've got a 16 year old in an 11 year old <laughs> body um and i guess the tricky thing with that was was when he was like finishing year five he started realizing my body's changing and i think the dangerous thing is within our culture and our community we don't embrace those conversations yeah it's kind of don't have sex don't have sex don't yeah, have sex you don't get 25 when are you got to get married and it's mm. like there's no transition in between that and mm. i think something that was so key is we we always leave an open forum yeah for our son to come and talk to us and i guess where it's difficult is when your child's going through puberty they'll cry about anything they could be absolutely rude to you and then 20 minutes later, cry because you said, your room's a mess. And you're standing there and you want to ask, why the hell are you crying? Use that disgusting phrase, man up. Yeah. But the dangerous thing with that is, is if I look back at the times I was told to man up, as I grew up, it made me think emotions are something that men don't show. Because essentially yeah. what you're saying is, men don't do this. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Men don't cry, men don't. And if you look at, if you was to ask your average black male, how many times have you cried at a funeral? Like, not cry, mm. but just, do you know what I mean? So you're basically saying to a young person or to a young man, men don't do this. Mm. And then when you get older, it's men are trash. You're emotionally unavailable. Mm. You don't know how to connect. You don't know how to, how would I know how to do that? If yeah. Yeah. every time I showed emotion, you, you told me men don't do that. Do you understand? What is the example of what a man does then? Do I only work? Do I, do I only discipline? Yeah. And if you look at, a lot of men and fathers in your circle, they do the discipline side great because they're given that 10,000%. Mm. They're not given the embracing, the love, the nurturing. And my son's very affectionate. And we live in a very cold world. Yeah. And one of our toughest battles is, how do we prepare this boy for the real world? And we've decided our job isn't to teach him that the world is cruel. Our job is to teach him you love regardless mm. because nobody should ever draw you out of your comfort and make you become a devil because the, the streets are cold. My son yeah. might not ever experience the streets, you know what I mean? So yeah. I don't need to introduce him to, yo, on the roads, you get what I mean? It's, it's rough out there, bro. Mm. You're not, <laughs> you don't need to know the road. Yeah. We live in Surrey. What yeah. roads do you need to know? Do you know what I mean, sort of thing, but. The A3. Yeah. <laughs> you know, our like, whole area's a dual carriageway. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, ask Manny. Like, <laughs> It's bare Asbo children, do you yeah. know what I mean? Steve, That's even worse, you know? That's even worse. <laughs> but it's peaceful. Yeah. yeah. So when it comes to him displaying his emotions, we allow him to. The only thing that we don't allow is if you're crying for no reason. Mm. Yeah. So we'll ask, what are you upset about? Mm. 
So this is the difference. The why question we used to do. Yeah. But why can come across as like a very offensive question. Mm. So we changed the why to what are you upset about? What's making you sad? Do you think it's the, how the why feeling? or is it how I it's I think said? it's the why because it makes you... If I was to ask you, why are you wearing that? You're going to think, what's wrong with what I'm wearing? Mm. What made yeah, but you don't wear you think that? it's going to say... I, I think it's more the tone, though, no? Mm. No, not necessarily. I know you mean. It does, why does have some negative connotations Major to it? negative yeah. connotations. Yeah, but that's Whereas, like me saying, what made you wear that? Not necessarily, yeah, because the way that's you said your tone. It. Yeah, that's what you're saying. Yeah, but, yeah. but had you been like, <coughs> what, you made you, what made you wear that? But if I say that... Misha, why did you wear that, hon? All right, so imagine you're a child, <laughs> you're in trouble, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you got asked, why? Um, child starts melting down. Yeah. What made you do that? What made you think of that? But then you can say, what made same, you react? Like you could that? just say, yeah, but why? Why did you do that? Yeah. So yeah, I know what you're saying. So but it's the way yeah. why is portrayed yeah, within yeah. our society. But that's yeah, but I yeah. Think the connotations attached mm, to it. The yeah. same way, there's some people that think "man up" isn't a bad phrase. Mm. But actually, if you look at how emotionally unavailable young black mm. men are specifically, mm. you'd realize to some people this phrase is harmless. Actually, it's toxic. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Because it reinforces that stereotype of toxic masculinity. You're basically saying to a man, you share emotions, you're a bitch. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Wait, I don't want to, I want to stop you there about the whole man up thing. So, so you both are like full-time dads. You're both married. You're, um, yeah, you have your kids with you full-time. Whereas I, I'm not married. Um, I'm a single parent. So I'm raising a son and it's hard now I'm realizing to teach him to be a man. So when yeah. I'm saying to him, man up, it's because I don't know how to tell him or ask him, why are you doing this? What are you doing? Do you know what I mean? It's hard. I can't, I cannot sympathise with him when he's getting frustrated or when he wants to do certain things and when he's out there doing, talking to certain people because yeah. I'm not a man and I, I'm not, I've never been one. Do you know what I mean? So I can only understand from how I've grown up and we're very close in age. So I had him at 16. Yeah. So we're 16 years apart. So I can still, I remember how it was to be his age. Yeah. And I remember, I weren't that stupid. So I almost put that on him sometimes where I'm like, why the fuck do you do that? Because I didn't do that. But then I also have to step back and think, I can't get too angry at him because we're both different yeah. and he's a, he's a boy. But not just that, you're two different generations. Exactly. Yeah. And the scariest thing that we do as parents is, we absolutely whitewash our past and make it look like we're perfect. No, but I know I wasn't perfect. T- no, no, I'm not but that's saying what that, scares me. But that's why I'm scared for him because yeah. I know how I used to go on. <laughs> yeah, so what were your what was your um your male influence growing up? Your male role was among like yourself. My you, brother. And how how old did you brother? My brother was older, five young? years older than me, but he wasn't like see, I would say I was like the black sheep of my family. I used to I probably got arrested every week. I was like, they're doing badness. I was, I was getting I arrested was... around the Ronda. But yeah, I was, I was, as you would say, like the rebel child. And um, my brother was like a really good, like he was, he was good. But and when he, let's like, so my, we grew up like we wasn't rich, right? We didn't have money. And when my brother um got a job. He would like do for do for us. So I always looked up to him. He would buy like our school shoes and stuff like that. So he was like the I guess male role model in my life. Yeah. But he wasn't. But I only realised that as I got 
older, not then. It was more mm. like, oh, okay, yeah, you bought me school shoes. That's my older brother. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was almost like, yeah, standard. Whereas now I'm like, I actually didn't realise how much he, he stepped up doing, to the plate. Yeah, and he didn't, it wasn't his it wasn't role. his role yeah. to do it exactly he just he did it um and that's a testament to my mum to be honest not not to us or whatever but so yeah yeah my brother okay because re- the reason why i ask is that for example um i know i know women that they they look at the men that were involved in their lives and they kind of take the best bits about those 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 men and try and they they ever want that from their life partner as well um and then you know they want to kind of instill those kind of values into their children as well mm. um so it's just a case of just seeing it where you where you seem a little bit um unsure of yourself and know how to actually teach him to behave within the world and you mm. know the society ar- around him it was just what um influence have you got yourself that you can try and you know take that and then look at that and go how do i get that to fit onto him yeah not like um it has to fit fit but you yeah. know just mold it towards him in that sense um but I mean, that's just what I'm trying to do. I have my thoughts of what I'm going to do for my son, you know, from what I've had from my dad. Yeah. Um, and was your dad around? Yeah, yeah. So my oh. so my parents. Um, your dad was around. <laughs> no, I'm, joking, I'm, joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Right now, in a sense of obviously you're in the background, but mm. but yeah, so yeah. um, so my my childhood, I remember um, I remember my parents fighting, um, and you know, some you 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 know they'd they'd have an argument, the shouts, and then the doors close, and you can hear just you know ruckus going on, and um, you know as a child, I I didn't really see that as um, anything really harmful to the family because under the roof we all worked together. you know, both my parents were involved with, um, they were both working, they were both there for, for discipline's sake. Um, I'd be able to go to my dad for homework, he'd take us to the park, not always when we wanted to, but, mm. you know, he was, you know, our household, we had everyone there, um, yeah. you know, doing doing roles within within the home. Um, and it wasn't until me and my sisters got to, like, our teenage years when our parents came, you know, took, my dad took me away by myself and then my mum spoke to my sisters. And he basically just told us, you know, um, you know they're not their relationship as um mum and dad is still there but as you know husband and wife mm-hmm. you know it's, it's broken it's, it's broken up and you know they're gonna go their separate ways and we was we kind of understood that okay that's i we get that now mm-hmm. you know we're old enough to understand that you know you, you don't have to be together if it's not working yeah. as an individual person is that um, how they is is that because sorry to cut in but is that because of how they explained it to you because Quite a few people that I know whose parents were together and then broke up when they were like in their teens, mm. it really affected them. Do you know what I'm saying? And how they are, how they think, well, I and mean, stuff. I mean, going so once, so once they said, you know, they're gonna, you know, separate. We all, st- for the next few years, still lived in the same house. So my oh, mum just okay. moved down to um, downstairs. We converted the dining room to a bedroom, and mm. um, we're still in the same room, same same house. But once they kind of acknowledged that they weren't together anymore, that's when venom started to creep in. Okay. And you could see that they weren't really getting on. Um, eventually, my dad moved out and we were all like, no, don't leave, don't leave. Yeah. Once he went, it was amazing. Yeah. Like, my yeah. mum and dad, they're like best friends now. Yeah. Like, wow. The friendship is so, is so strong. It's insane. Um, and 
I was saying, my dad, because we were still, so because of the friendship is still there, yeah. and he only lived around the corner, like he was still very much a part of our lives. Mm. Um, so for me, I can't, you know, I've always had him there, and he's the value that he's taught me, value is just saying things, just being around. Mm. You know, I can see that, and I, I appreciate both my mum and dad for trying to just keep the household together for us while we mm. were still young mm. and unaware of, you know, mum and dad's do break up. Um because yeah, you know, it's it's made me into like it's given me core values that I want to keep. You know? Yeah. Um, I feel that's quite admirable though that they kind of split you up and spoke to you separately, and yeah. they obviously spoke about how they were going to deal with it. Yeah. And it seems like they stayed together for you guys, yeah, and yeah, their yeah. main focus was you yeah, guys. Yeah. And I think it's so important. I've always said that I'd rather a good father than a good partner. That mm. makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'd take a shit partner if he's a good dad, because I think I'd always want to make sure that my kids have two parents. Um, I think that's more important to me than me my happiness at this point. Does mm. that make sense? See, I would um, at the same time as much as as much as everyone. So yeah, I'd I'd question what you're saying in that sense because as much as everyone wants the best from their children it's still your life as mm. well and like i said uh, you know if you're not getting what you need and want from a partner because they're not a good partner there's going to be some negativity maybe resentment mm. creeping in and you know they might do things that annoy you just a small annoyance but over time it will build up and build up and build up yeah. and then like i said before you take it out on your loved one your loved one might be your child yeah. so you've already been annoyed from your partner because they're not the best partner mm. um and then your child like spills their drink but just by accident where you've called their name, they turn around and knock their drink over and then you lash out at the child because you've got just a little yeah. bit of angst there, yeah. which once again, then that's brought onto the child. So really, you, you you kind of want to have, it's difficult, it is hard, but you know, if you can get the best of everything. Both yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I would, hope so. I would hope so. I think I'm a bit more careful now. I'd like to speak with my choices. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think I'm careful with my choices of men. Um, but that's why I haven't had more kids. And that's why I haven't been so quick to settle down because mm-hmm. of the situation I went through with my son's dad. And I don't want a repeat of that. I don't. I just don't want to be left in... Like, I, we struggled. Do you know what I mean? Very fortunate now that we're in a very good place to where I can support my, me and my child and not have to be like, oh my God, um, live off, I, get, I don't know, cheese and pasta and sweet corn every day and, <laughs> do you know what I mean now we're like we can live we, we can live good broccoli in the freezer <laughs> <laughs> listen all of that yeah right, my, 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 my son loves shit. his broccoli you know no, <laughs> no, he loves his broccoli broccoli's <laughs> expensive now yeah. listen, what? broccoli's not expensive all of that all organic, depends on where you we're, shop we're eating organic mm. spinach and shit like oh, wow. we're all gluten and lactose free yeah <laughs> we're like living life so I'm very fortunate, but I've had to work for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't want to have to do that again. I don't want to have to struggle where I'm like, okay, I've got another child and dad's gone and fucked off and now I've got to up the ante mm-hmm. and earn more money to survive because I'm not going to... I've got too much pride to one beggar man to be there and two Archie for any money because if you're going to turn around and tell me no, mm. then there's going to be a problem. So I'd rather do it myself. Um, but that's just me. So, And I don't want to have to struggle by myself. So it's almost like, what do you do? Um, Ooh. so back to like the so you guys are full time fathers. 
So you don't, I guess you wouldn't really understand the whole um, absent teen father, but you must know people or mm. you must have friends who are not in their kid's life. And there's, there's always reasons. So mm. obviously I spoke about my situation very briefly, but there is that the other side of the story where sometimes the mothers are keeping them away from the kids. or I don't know. So could you guys maybe elaborate on that? Maybe there's stories from your, your, your parent forum. Your father's forum. Parent forum. You see how I said that very nice. Have you seen this? Hella low blows. Um, yeah, so really sensitive subject. Um, a good friend of mine. Um, I lost a good friend of mine two years ago to suicide. Um, oh, wow. What kind of drove him to the point is he and he had he has quite a few children, but he had, I think. I don't want to use the term baby mother, but the partner who had he had the most children for, they had a very rocky relationship. And I can't speak on that because mm. personally, I don't date my brethren. So mm. I don't know him yeah. as a man in a relationship, but I know him as a father. Mm. And as a father, I can vouch for him. He's proper. Yeah. Relationship, I don't know. Mm. That's none of my business. So they had their personal drama um, and it, it just so happened that I think they've had a situation and she's basically taken their children and run off, like just left the area. Um, and me and him were talking and because of the type of person he is, I understood his frustration. And mm. I think a lot of men, their initial response to situations like that is angry, it's yeah. anger. So he was very angry and very, oh, I'm gonna kill, like all of that emotion, just raw, unfiltered emotion. It was kind of got to a point I was like, bro, you're a big man. You got children. Take it to the courts. Yeah. Mm. None of this threatening down the phone stuff because mm. that's still the mother of your children. Take it to the courts. He started up the court process and it was a very emotional process. Um, and this is somebody who had his children more or less three, four times a week. Like he was present. Like we used to take our son's judo together. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And love, like I've never seen, I've never known a man that's so happy around these children. Like he, he could have the worst day and see his girls or see his boys and that's it. That whatever happened didn't matter. And um, unfortunately, another partner kind of did a similar thing where she was like, you're never gonna see your daughter again. And that, that's two that mothers that I said That's two mothers. Oh, wow. So that's, that's two sets of children that he can't see. Um, and unfortunately he, he committed suicide. Um, because of that it, so it tipped him so it oh, okay. was i think it was a culmination of things but taking he taking away so that his statement was all i'm living for is my children yeah. they're keeping me alive mm. and i think obviously they had their and i could never judge her because of your relationship is your relationship mm. and whatever you experience as an individual is your experience you own that you champion that and i can't comment on that I think the two of them removing children from their father's lives. And yes, they have their own dramas, but mm. as a father, you can't fault him. Mm. Pushed him to the edge. And this is after, I think, more than <clears throat> four months of legal proceedings going back and forth. He's working a standard job, so he's not rich. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? He's contacting lawyers and he's, he's and just begging, just let well. me see my children. I just want to see them. Like he's getting like 30 second phone calls and... Do you know what I'm saying? But you've been around and it got him to the point where literally 
it just tipped him to the edge. And it's so sad because there were so many great things that he that he was on the verge of mm. right before he committed suicide. And it was kind of like, my bro, like, I just, I wish you really held on. But mm. then it exposed. There are so many men that that situation, and I guess the danger is where a lot of men don't speak up. Yeah. A lot of people don't realise. There are a lot of, there are a lot of men out there that they're literally hanging on by a thread. And that mm. thread is their children because yeah. they haven't got nothing else to be proud of. Mm. Do you know what mm. I mean? And I think... It's sad because I know his children and I see them. So I might see his son and I still check for his children. I might hail his son up and his demeanour's changed. Do you know what I mean? Irrespective of all the drama, that's a boy that's never, ever going to see his dad again. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? That's a daughter who he can't pick her up again. And do you know what I'm saying? Mm. And I see his children and I just think to myself, that's such a mad situation because it, it didn't need to end that way. I, I'm a bit conflicted about that, if I'm being honest. And this may be playing devil's advocate, but because I think as a parent, yeah. I've never been through a situation like that, so I can't say. But as a parent, the last thing I would ever want to do is to leave my kids. Yeah. And I get that his the two mothers took his kids away from him. Um, but I always feel where there's a will, there's a way. And like you said, he was on the verge of, like things things were starting to happen for him. And had he just stayed in a little bit longer, maybe he would have seen the light at the end of the tunnel. You know no, but do you know, what? I know yeah. it's quite hard. Wait, I know it's quite hard because I've been in very like yeah. depressed places where I'm like, I don't even want to be here. But I always think back to, okay, if I was to potentially do something to myself or whatever, my son's going to be without a mum and potentially without a dad. Because yeah. his dad's not the greatest dad, do you know what I mean? So potentially without a dad. And slagging man off on the podcast. <laughs> he's a great dad. Yeah, he's gonna listen to it, He's please. a great dad. He's amazing. Wait, if I he know him, my brother. No, he's a good. He's a he's he's yeah. very active in his son's life. But um, but but obviously I'm like more the, active. Yeah, yeah, more yeah, active. Yeah. So, and I know how it feels to not have a parent. Yeah. So I wouldn't want to do that to my child. But like I said, I don't know. I wasn't in his situation. It's really hard to step in someone else's shoes like that. If I'm honest with you. A lot of people battled with his death. Mm-hmm. I battled with it for a long time. I think for a good... I remember the day his mum called me. I was at work. And I was just about to go into a meeting and his mum was like, Gabriel, how you doing? You all right? And I'm like, yeah, mum, I'm good. What are you saying? You all right? Mm. Joking like normal. Mm. She's like, you know, um, what are you doing right now? And I was like, I was just about to go in a meeting, but what's up? You don't really call me. What's going on? What's the... You know, Gabriel, I need you to sit down. Very serious. I'm saying, mum, why are you talking to me like this? Mm. Gabriel, just sit down for a second. Um... And she said, he's gone. And I'm saying, what are you talking about? Like, we just spoke on Mm. Friday. She's like, he's gone. And the craziest thing was, I'll never forget the day. I was in the kitchen, I was holding my daughter. My daughter was tiny at the time, she was a newborn. And um, I was holding her, it was kind of like, I could only explain it like a wave went over me. Mm. And he was just running on my mind. So I picked up my phone and I called him. And this guy's phone does not die. I don't know how, it just doesn't die. And I've called him and it's gone straight to voicemail. I'm saying, that's not right. So I've sent him a text. It's not going through. WhatsApp messaged him and I'm seeing only one tick and I'm saying, something's not good. And I checked his status and his status said, I'm dead, heartbroken. What? But I was just thinking, maybe he's not in a good place. Do you know what I mean? Sort of thing. And then 
when his mum told me all of that has come back to my mind and I'm saying mum what are you telling me and she's gone Gable unfortunately he's he's left us he's mm. taken his life um, just come round to the house later so I've gone round and you know like this is a guy who when I go to his house he's hanging out the window like he's such an energetic character yeah. That's always like, the way, though. I'm you talking, know. you come, he's naked at the window, swinging his bits. <laughs> Bit fruity, but swinging his bits at the window. Yo, my brother, give me a hug. And I'm saying, mm. big man, put some boxer shorts on. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I've gone to the house and it's like, just the presence walking up to that road, mm. you just felt an overwhelming sense of grief. And his funeral was possibly one of the saddest funerals I've been to. But on the day of the funeral, all of us that were close to him, when we held the coffin, we felt the weight. Mm. And that's when it hit us. He's gone. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And it was then I realised, this is somebody who, life of the party, you, you'd be next to him and not really know. But then we knew because he would make mm. comments. And I think sometimes as human beings, we kind of shield ourselves away from others' pain because we just don't like to think mm. that person's hurting and I can't fix it. But we've all got different pain thresholds. And unfortunately, he reached his threshold way too soon. Mm. Do you, th way do you too think soon. he wasn't able to talk to anyone for why he did? No, we spoke. We had, like, and there was a lot of people he spoke to. And unfortunately, the week he passed, he reached out to a lot of people. And a lot of people just didn't give him the minutes. Just didn't That's give it. him the time yeah. of day. And I think this is the dangerous thing. If we really want to get real on this topic... There are, and this isn't to excuse, because there are a lot of men out there that are shit, but there are a lot of dads out there that are champions yeah. and that hold it down. They do their job. But a lot of people don't know how to respond to men when they're emotional because yeah. we're told to man up. Yeah. In yeah. his last week that he was alive, he reached out to everyone. He was yeah. hitting me up. Big man, weekend, what are you saying? We're going to go watch this movie. And I'm saying, my bro, of course we are. What? Mm. Weekend, I'm kind of busy. Let's go on Monday. Monday? Cool. We're going to... Everybody speaks. Yo, I saw him and he, he did try to speak to me, but I just... Like, I ran off and he called me and I, I'm saying, this man was reaching out for a lifeline. He needed somebody to just... Bro, stay there. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming to you. Like, do you know what I'm saying? But it's it a tricky also, one, It also though. could have been, though, that... Because um, I've had a friend, a, a school friend, who he, um, he committed suicide. And... um. Obviously, once we kind of left hi left high school, me and him kind of drifted, but another friend I was still close to. And so when I found out, you know, that he, he, had, um, he had taken his life, he had made up his mind and he just went about just say, saying goodbye in his own way. Yeah. So it's not always a case of reaching out to save them. It's their way of, sometimes it's their way of, you know, yeah. of saying that's goodbye. That's what I was going to say. Think that's yeah. exactly because the case. That's there, was no, there was no note. There was nothing. It was literally, and I think he did it simply because he knew the overwhelming sense of grief that everybody, but when you've reached your threshold, that's mm. your threshold. And I could yeah. never, ever judge anybody that's feeling suicidal because the fact is, aside from the places that we all are in life, everybody's been in a place where you're like, I'm done out here. Yeah. I'm ready to retire. Yeah. I'm ready to tap out. Because if you look at it, life in itself like we live in a very depressive world and we're mm. in a situation where you get notifications about heartbreaking news every single true, day you know so on a men every single day mentally you're being exposed to negative material over and over again and if you're already in a place where you're feeling low that's just gonna add to that do you know yeah. what i'm saying so it is sad and i would love to say do you know what 
he shouldn't have done that. Mm. He could never have done that. But I could never, ever judge somebody because I'm not in that position. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm privileged enough to be in a stable relationship. I ain't ever had to leave my children. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? We don't have drama like that. Unfortunately, some people do. And in that sense, I think it was just he reached his threshold and he just couldn't see the light of day. It's bad enough to fall out with one of your, your children's parents uh, and you don't see your children. But to get two back to back, that's mm. kind of like, what what else do I have? And I guess that if I could know what he was thinking, I'm sure that was probably the place he was at mm. at that time. And it's, it's sad because a bad relationship resulted in, and not to blame her, but it resulted in pushing him to his threshold where he couldn't see any other way out. Do you get what I mean, sort of thing? So for me, that that's always something that I carry with me. Mm. And whenever, and I've got a lot of female friends that have terrible partners and I have a lot of male friends that have terrible partners. Mm. My thing is, listen, draw a, draw a line where your relationship drama ends and your parenting relationship begins. Mm. If you can't be in a relationship Focus on co-parenting. Yeah. Yeah. Find a mediator. Find somebody in the middle that you can say, listen, we're, we're rubbish at communication, yeah. but we need to make this work because we have a child. And a lot of people aren't at a place where they can do that because relationship pain is real. Because mm. it's, an, it's an emotional thing as well. You feel like um, when you, you're having a child with somebody, yeah. you were potentially in love with them or you had some kind of love for them. So you feel like, okay, they're maybe moving on. I'm not ready to move on. So you want to bring a media or you want to co-parent, fine. But I still want you to deal with the shit I'm going through because I still, I'm still in love with you or whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And, th- and there's always going to be that, I guess, tug of war yeah. where someone's going to be able to move on before that other person mm-hmm. so you're always gonna have that it's but you're right it's it's easier said than done though yeah. but um i'm not saying it's me by the way because you're, you're literally <laughs> looking at me like oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, i've got a little brother i've got a little brother oh. i'm just saying i've got a little brother you get me he's good looking he's got his, oh, got his, his i'm saying, <laughs> it, I'm saying. I'm saying, oh, tight Jeremiah. I'm saying, I've got a little brother. No, I'm just saying, isn't it? If you, I got a little brother. A little brother. <laughs> I got a little brother. How old is your little brother? I'm 30 years old. Sweetheart, don't AJ, you dare. Listen, in the words of, I'm not gonna call her Kelly, <laughs> but I'm just saying, I got a little brother. Isn't it? No, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm, I'm in. You yeah, know, do you know what I was okay. gonna say? Even with the emotional <laughs> stuff out of it and all of that, yeah. what about? when you've broken up maybe a good couple of years or whatever mm. and then there's still that eruption do you know what I'm saying because yeah. they still, they still can't... can't let go they need to let go let go I just think that because of my, my friend and her situation and her and her baby father have been broken up for a couple of years now do yeah. you know what I'm saying yeah. and ugh, her mm. son's dad, yeah, no, nah, I could like, yeah, no, nah, because I feel this you one. Feel do you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah, I yeah, see yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, she, she's not that sort of girl. She doesn't. She's never stopped him from seeing his child like that. Yeah. She's always trying to encourage him and stuff like that, like calmer. And then he'll do the stuff like, yeah, I'm gonna come. Then don't turn up. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's like, for me, I, I don't have children yet, no. but <clears throat> I'm looking at it like, 
no, you need to just stop him now because yeah. when I think about your child and I'm thinking about the consequences going to yeah, have on your child. Because we'll yeah. I know when I was younger... Excited and then disappointment. Mm. Yeah. And I'm thinking when I was younger, my dad would be like, yeah, going to come all now. I'm 20 what? And I'm still waiting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Still waiting for him to come from McDonald's. <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? And the Ronald McDonald's. I'm still waiting. Everybody's dad is waiting at McDonald's. I got to the age of 15. Is it was it that the story? Yeah, he's coming. He's in McDonald's now. He's, he's coming. He's coming. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> and you're waiting. My mum, my mum never even fed us no dreams, and I can say, do you know, my, one thing my mum never did. She never actually even dissed him off to us. She always used to say to him, "They're gonna grow up. They're gonna make their yeah. own decision." And that's exactly what happened. I yeah. got to fifteen, and I said, "I'm not fucking with this man no more. Yeah. I'm done with mm. you." From a li- I've always been a bit different from my brothers and sisters, but from a little child, from when I was about seven, eight. I had no respect for this man. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I remember one time I cussed him off and he was like, yeah, I'm going to come round beat you. I was like, yeah, come. Because I was thinking, my mom ain't letting you touch me. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Then I got to 15 and I was like, okay, I'm done. And I haven't spoke to that guy since that date. <clears throat> and that, But when I think about, like, and I'm saying, like, especially my friend's son, his birthday is like two days after mine. So I'm thinking, I hope he's nothing like how I am. Do you know what I'm saying? Because she's trying to give him charts and charts. Yeah. Things. And I'm saying to her, listen, when he, he's going to, he's, how old is he? He's going to be eight. Yeah. And so I'm thinking how I was thinking when I was eight. And then I'm thinking he's going to soon realise and he's going to get to her age and he's going to be like, you know what? I'm going to be done with him. Mm. And she's trying and trying. But I'm saying there's only so much you can try because, yeah. you know, it, you you don't want to be setting your child up every time. Oh, he's going to come. Then he don't come. Mm. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. sometimes he will come. But then the next minute he won't come. Or, you know, just all of that mm. sort of stuff. And I'm like, you can't be doing that. But <clears throat> and then it's like you don't all right you don't turn up and it's not you don't turn up and you don't do whatever all right but then you don't provide financially yeah. either but i can tell you listen you just took it out of my mouth i can tell you i can go on this guy's instagram right now and you will never stunting. see him look like a tramp hella stunting, never yeah. see him look yeah. like a tramp but you know what the or- problem is with that and it's a big thing that i've realized so thankfully i've got no bummy dads around me yeah and i just wouldn't have it that way because mm. a lot of us if you used to look at all your brethren's money Majority of us grew up, barring you, because Manny's a special case. Yeah. Know, his, dad. <laughs> now, his dad's big peoples in Nigeria. I'm not even trying to expose him. Manny, Manny comes from good lineage, you get yeah. me? And can go back home right now and retire. But yeah. majority of your brethren's had no dads. Yeah. So for me personally, no dads, you, know. you, can't, you can't be around me and saying, I've got a child out there, but I'm yeah, not that's there what for I'm, that. You, you can't be, yeah, no, me but a lot of men don't hold their brethren's accountable. They don't. If my brethren's a deadbeat, I'm going to tell him, big yeah. man, until you fix up. Nah. Yeah. If Manny ever came to me, what, bro? How's how's like? Do you know yeah. what I mean? I'm not gonna say their names, but mm. how's your big daughter? Boy, fam, you get me. Man, don't know. Yeah. Big man. Nah. Yeah. Pull that up real quick. But a I lot think of people now it's not. Don't. It's, not I know cool. it's not cool to not nah, be a good dad. Forget what's cool because we're grown people now. Yeah. No, but this is the thing. Like now, you'll get called out if you're not. A, like whereas before, it was almost, I guess hidden because there was no social media in the no, sense exactly. of like do you know what i'm saying well, so our mums were on dad, the gram like no. you waste yeah. man come pick up your charge they couldn't if do you're that not dad, dad, you're gonna get, also, you're gonna also, get another, dragged another thing as well it, it kind of goes back down to the whole man up thing you know mm. there's certain um social standards that are acceptable mm. and it just became acceptable for men to just not have to be around yeah right and you know it's just it's not accept- it's not really acceptable but as on a social standard that was just okay well it's not a surprise mm. if someone so when, when someone goes 
you know, my dad wasn't around. It's, it wasn't so much a, like a shock factor. Yeah, that's like, true. All right. It's more of a shock when I'm like, oh, your dad's there. Yeah, which is like, <laughs> which is it, sad. Yeah. Unfortunately. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Which is horrible, yeah. but that's exactly what happened. But on the flip side, there are a lot of dads in this generation that are there. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? I know a lot of, a lot of dads that mm. do everything for their child, have been to court, got full custody, mm. are full-on parents 24-7. I guess the problem is they don't get exposure like that. Yeah. But because then the question is, actually, should we praise people? No, should we praise people for doing a day-to-day job? No, you don't. You don't get money for washing your skin properly. Do you know what I mean? But the problem is... There's a there's a narrative out there yeah. that makes it all right to be a bummy dad, and also we're in a society where people love drama. Drama mm. feeds, so I think a lot of people think it's acceptable to have baby mum or baby father drama, and it's mm. not. No. It's absolute. But I know people that love it. Hey, big man, she tried to trap me, my bro. You've got nothing to trap. Yeah, <laughs> Do you know what I'm. It's like, true. You've got. No, you can't hand down your Jordan collection to your child. Yeah, like yeah. You've got nothing worth trapping, but we've allowed it to be acceptable because when yeah. people are saying that, we're not saying, you're a big man to be going on like that. What do you mm. mean you're trapped? Did you not lay down and have sex? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But we don't pull people up. And I guess the demand hasn't really been put out there by other men to say, if you're having a child, you got to correct that. Mm. Well, we can't really hang around together like it's that. Like, it's like a, it's like a, um, you know, a circle of life in a sense. And what I mean by that is, you know, you, you, you kind of live by example, and that's what we need to ch- kind of like break now. Where where there's been so many dads in the past that haven't been around, and in previous generations, um, that, as I said, that was like socially acceptable. Now we need to just you know break that mold and start mm. building the family family connections mm. so then you know the new generations coming through see that as a staple mm. um that they can go on so within our within our household we're lucky enough where um we were we started fostering now and we oh, just nice. we just recently had um, a 15 year old um, boy with us for the last six months and i was like quite excited because i thought oh you know what can i what influence can i can i put oh, on him yeah. and like his his parents are still around it wasn't so yeah. much case you know like no one's absent mm. it was just a case of they needed to take him out of the situation so that his household could get Better. brought up to a higher standard and he could yeah. kind of go back in. So it was, only t- it was only a temporary thing, but I was like, right, while he's here, what can I do to kind of show him that, you know, as a young man coming up, you know, you can just do do what you want, be what you want, mm. but still have respect for everyone around you. And so um, when he came in, it was before we got married, because I only got married um, in June. So, you know, when I was talking to him, I talked to him about values of, what I expect as a what I expect to be like as a dad, what I expect mm. to be like as a um, as a husband as well, um, and then you know as I said, where I am, the position I am as well, work wise, um, I'm my own boss. So once again, it was a case of I've been able to get to a place yeah. where I have con- total control of of, your life. of my life. Yeah. Like yeah. there's no one out there that will tell me you can't do this now, really. Mm. And um, obviously, me and, me and my wife, we we work in a partnership, so. We're very much aware that I want her to have a life aside from being my wife and the mother because I think that's healthy. Mm. As long as you know you're you, I want to give you space to go and do you, so that you're not sitting at home just going, "Oh my gosh, I can't do this." Mm. I want us all to be able to do things individually as well as together. Mm. And I was trying to, you know, just show that on to him, and he's he's left us now because I said it was only a six month, and I just hope that 
when he does um he does you know grow up he can actually take something from me yeah. um he's still got his his brother's older than him and his brother is also in a good in a good relationship with um the mother of his children as well so he still has people around yeah. him as well yeah. but just from it's kind of a selfish point of view as well i just wanted to feel like i want to do something for him no but that's good though that's good and even if he doesn't retake it on now you know when when now that i'm at this age i look back at stuff people said to me when i was younger and i still remember you know what i'm saying so hopefully it'll be one of those situations where he look back and be like oh yeah he said Mm. and you know um so it's come to that point we kind of need to wrap it up Mm. but i just but but i just want to quick fire a few questions about fatherhood so quick one don't (laughs) don't do like Essays. Can't think about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh. Pros and cons of, of being a father, a full time father. Um, I don't think there are any cons. Just being honest. Oh. I don't think No no no, you just gotta grow up. Mm. Definitely you gotta the, the, grow up. My pro is um just ev- seeing ev- every bit of um development and growth. So I was away I I was away over the weekend, um so in Manchester and you gotta make I, it quick bays, quick, yeah, quick. Yeah, I was, in, yeah. So I, was, I was in Manchester, I came back and you know he's he's learnt something new. Oh, so yeah. It was just only a weekend. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, was in it, um, you yeah, know on the Friday yeah. when I left you. Come back Sunday evening and it's like you know just being around for all the small developments. Yeah. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Um, I think children show you the areas you need to develop on. Are your biggest teachers? This is true. Biggest teachers. They'll yeah. show you your inconsistencies, your faults, but they'll also show you your good points. Mm. So yeah children are your biggest teachers oh thank you so to wrap do you let you intro this bit what oh oh oh. (laughs) sorry what the hell is she talking about okay so we have this thing at the end of our podcast sorry and it's um it's a vibe which is something good that happened this week and it's not a vibe so something that wasn't great this week for you so you i'll start uh my it's not a vibe listen i've had sciatica in my leg right now for about six weeks and when i mean this pain is off like if i'm sitting down for too long the chair's too low or something once it once i go to stand up it feels like someone stabbed me in my bum and just ripped the pain all the way down my leg it's peak (laughs) (laughs) i have to ask them not to help me do up my shoes sometimes it's hard to put on it's just in my left leg so it's hard to put my sock on i'm waiting i'm just literally waiting for physio so that's what's not been cutting it for me old people problems listen (laughs) my mum said she had it i was like okay this is peak (laughs) if my mum's had it then it's mad but um and my it's a vibe do you know what other than today yeah i've been really loving the weather so I'm really, yeah, the weather's been what's cutting it for me. So, yeah, that's my it's a vibe for the week. Um, my, my it's a no. Well, I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, this is the first time I've had an argument with my son like, <laughs> this bad. And it was like really bad to wear like slamming doors. And I didn't even know how to handle it. We're both crying. We're both upset. And he went to his dad's that night. And I just remember I couldn't sleep. I was so restless. The next day, I had planned to do, like, live my life because I was off on the Monday. And I was just in bed for most of the day because I was just so upset at, like, <clears throat> our argument and, like, the things that he said. Or I was, I was, I don't know, I was just so hurt that he felt like that. And I don't know, like I said, it's hard because I don't know how to raise a man. So I don't know if that where I've almost just spoilt him to where he has yeah. that kind of thinking. Um, so do you know what the danger is with that though sorry I know you're, mm, you're doing it it's, it's, it's <laughs> um, limiting your ability to think that you can't raise a man mm. 
But the, but the thing is, mom I can't raised, know. My mum raised three men. No, I know. Do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. and there are there are several. Your mum raised your mum raised your brother. Yeah. yeah. And your brother was a fantastic example yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. I think you know. the danger is we but limit ourselves so much. The difference, wait, the difference so between my mum and me is that my mum was a full-time mum. Yeah. I'm not a full-time mum. I work full-time and I have my son, I'd say, part-time, if I'm being honest. And from my from when I had my son at 16 and my mum raised my son most of his life um, and he was very spoiled and I had to compensate with, I guess, like money and nice things and doing nice things because I was away half the time. Yeah. And my job doesn't allow, well, it does, like I'm quite flexible, but there is times when I can be out of the country for like two weeks. Um, but that's so I can provide a good life for my son. Yeah. So that's the difference between me and my mum is that she was there she was always present well I'm not always present so my son is either between my house or my mum's house and then sometimes like at his dad's so that's where maybe I don't know like sometimes it does make me I feel kind of bad that I'm not a full-time mum but at the same time I don't want to be I don't right. want to have nothing and not give no, him nothing all the times you are with him just do you, just do yeah, the best you of your ability. And yeah. like, we said, um, like what I was saying, is that, you know, don't limit yourself. Mm. Don't. So already, you know, you're already like allowing yourself to put um, make excuses. You know, I'm not a full-time mum. No, 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 don't worry. You're there. Mm. That's all that counts. And when you're there, it matters. Yeah. That's it. That's that's it. Just have it as that. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah. don't, don't it's, you know, the limit to the sky, the sky's the limit. There's two ways you can look at it. God, I feel like this is like a therapy session. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like helping her over I'm loving you know. it. Um, so that's my, yeah, that's like, honestly, I was like so depressed. Like, um, but we're going to figure it out. And I've spoken to my sister about it and we're going to, we've got a solution. So hopefully it'll work. Um, and then my Issa vibe, to be honest, everything's been okay. Do you know, like, I, I wouldn't say that like, anything particular has happened where I've been like, oh my God, that's amazing. The weather's been good. But in general, like, Things are going good, so I guess my life is going alright, apart from the one argument I had. <laughs> um, Gab, do you want to start? Yeah, um, my it's not a vibe. It's like works a bit tense at the minute. Mm. So yeah, got a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, it's a bit. It's That's a bit like mad, heavy, so, boy. Uh, no, 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 it is. It is. But remember, I'm coming straight from work tonight, so oh, I stayed yeah, late around. tonight to kind of finished reports and stuff so yeah so work's a bit hectic right now but i'm there um my it's a vibe yeah life is all right i can't complete like i'm not where i want to be but i'm a lot better than i used to be you know my pagans are they don't look good <laughs> you know they're losing hair they ain't got teeth you know what i'm saying i'm doing, I'm doing all right right now do you know what i mean but no no serious not like i'm thankful in it i'm here i'm progressing daily um mm. i've got a stable got a stable i don't want to use the word job what's the right word right now career um, i've got a stable career mm. you understand mm. i felt good, <laughs> I felt good. Yes, I but, know. No, but i'm happy do you know what i mean life yeah. is good my children are healthy my missus is beautiful do you know what i mean she's got edges and all of them things some of my pagans, their missus don't have edges, but Ooh. that's a different. Oh god damn! Listen, we can't be negative. We're not here to. We're not here to. Just say the non-edges. I'm sorry. Him. I apologize. I apologize. Ooh, I'm all here for the custom the non-edges. Throw some edges. Nick, what's your it's a vibe? Um, it's a no. At the moment, life, work, um, everything at the moment for me is is all good. 
Um, so my vibe, my good vibe and bad vibe is pretty much together at the same time. Uh, so I do sports, I do athletics, and I'm leaving one club to go to another. So I'm in the case, in the process of leaving one club, and that's my not vibe because mm-hmm. you know breaking away. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm going on to you know hopefully better pastures, and that will be the good vibe. So kind of at the same time, it's, yeah. like, it's yeah. all one thing. Everything else in my life is all blessed. So oh, I can't complain. Oh, guys, thank you so much for coming down. I've actually enjoyed this podcast. Lisa's just yamming on them skittles, boy. Sorry if I'm clapping in the kitchen. I'm not laughing at my no me i'm sorry guys <laughs> but yeah no thank you for coming down no, it's, 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 very, it's been good it's been good it's, it's, yeah um, thanks for having us yeah, 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 thank you for having us and man. i have to say it's so refreshing to talk to to young black boys who men, 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 men young men. black men there's been a lot of lack of respect <laughs> <this> <laughs> one, <laughs> i have been very respectful hey, I feel okay so uh, let me start again guys rephrase, go on, go on. rephrase. it's very refreshing yeah. to hear from two young black men who both have their shit together, both full time dads, and are also married as well. Yeah, we don't have that in our community. It's not very, a lot. It's not, yeah. not a I lot. Don't know loads yeah. of people that are married. And Do you know what though? Yeah. There are a lot. There are a lot. Now, I mean, what way around? Now. What I more, more to okay. say? What I yeah, see. Immediate what circles. I see. Yeah, but yeah. if you go on Instagram, every day is a wedding in London amongst. Like, yeah, but babe, they're not my friends. <laughs> So I'm talking about the people I am around, yeah? <laughs> that is Instagram. That's Instagram. No, but honestly, it's it's refreshing to see and I think you guys are great and like, yeah, amazing. So I'm happy. Are you happy, babe? I'm happy, yeah. hon. This has been a very insightful <laughs> podcast. I'm speechless, so well, you're clearly you? it's great, yeah. <laughs> but, wow. um... Thank you, and we'll see you. Tune in next time. And if you guys like what you heard, please subscribe because we're now on iTunes. So subscribe. Yeah. We have like two followers on there. I so let's get so up I to like five. And if, <laughs> and if you are um, a father and you want to join um, Emmanuel's forum, just get in touch with us. Like um, Gab said, everyone is super open. They lend their advice. Um, and you never know, you might find a friend and I think Emmanuel might start doing, you know, like meetups and shit. So, his Nigerian dad might treat you all to um, like drinks after or something. So, <laughs> so yeah, that's, I don't why she put your dad to it. It's one drink, one drink. So, no, but honestly, if you are a father and you want like, you know, you just want a forum to, to I don't just know. People just people to speak yeah. to. Yeah. Good in touch and we'll put you in touch with Emmanuel. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. Deuces. Bye. Bye.